Hi, and welcome back to Self Love with Rihanna Marie. I am your host, Rihanna Marie. I am a 19-year-old self-love coach with a passion to authentically share my experience. This podcast is all about blending lighthearted conversation with vulnerable truth. This is your space to feel safe and understood in your beautiful mess, to grasp inspiration for your self-love journey, and to hear valuable wisdom from a variety of hand-picked guests. I welcome you to start a bubble bath, make a cup of tea, lay out in nature, and just make a self-care moment out of this. It is now time to let the healing begin. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Self Love with Rihanna Marie, the podcast. I am joined with my beautiful, beautiful friend, Anna. She is not only a very good friend of mine, but also an incredible businesswoman and entrepreneur. And we're so lucky to have her on the podcast today. So you can say hi. <laughs> hi. It's so nice to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. I know. I'm so glad to have you on. It's you know, today is going to be a really cool conversation because we're definitely going to dive deep and I think everybody is going to be able to fit themselves into this conversation, whether you yes. are in business or an entrepreneur or not, because um, we're going to talk all things like boundaries and protecting yourself and she just has a lot of experience and so um, I'm really going to give the stage to her today because I'm so grateful to have someone with this type of experience that we're going to explore together today. So it's going to be amazing. I know. I'm so beyond <laughs> excited. <laughs> and Anna is so beautiful. So many of my photos and my content <laughs> that you guys see is from her. Oh, and her amazing photography. Yes. yes. I love creating with you. And you are a beautiful being and model and person. <laughs> you. I love you so deeply. Yes, you wear many hats. You really do. It's so amazing. Okay, so I think we could start with, you know, I I love this topic of like boss babe world versus entrepreneur world. And I want to know what that means to you. And so stages to you. Okay, so as far as boss babe world goes versus you know, business business ownership world, etc. Things like that. It's coming from my personal experience. Okay, I have owned slash operated a brick and mortar business for the last two years. Right. That means everyday operations. Um, literally everything. Everything. I do everything. And I'm so blessed to have that opportunity. And I definitely recognize my privilege Mm. and the blessing of the opportunity in itself. I wouldn't be able to do it without my family, which it's so close to my heart. And I'm very thankful. Um, It's often running into these kind of conversations with people who are in the boss babe world that, you know, everyone wants to have their own business, right? Which I'm so for, we should all be entrepreneurs. We should all be self-employed. I absolutely love it. But when it comes to um, these specifically women that are, you know, maybe working for 
certain shampoo companies, <laughs> maybe working for doing promotions for um, gym gear or MLM. Fit, right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's awesome. Mm. Get that. That's, you know, that's completely on you. And I think whatever pays the bills, if you feel called, if you feel called towards doing something, you should definitely dive in to do it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to saying, I have my own business, you know, things like that, that's kind of terminology that comes, you know, along with those people that work for these companies that are proven pyramid schemes, exactly. you know, yep. and it's not, it's not, you're doing something, mm-hmm. right? I don't want to take away from that. You're definitely doing something. And you're definitely, um, you know, making money and that's the whole point of everything, right? (laughs) But um, at the same time, you cannot say you're a business owner. You cannot relate to someone who has a brick and mortar business. Mm. And I think that often that bit of humility is left behind because I interact often with influencers and models and, you know, social media world, (laughs) right? And there's people with so kind and so sweet, but sometimes you do come across those people that have that false sense of relativity mm-hmm. and you'll be like, Oh yeah, I'm working. Like I have a super busy week. I, I own a business and I'm doing this and they'll be like me too. You know, and it's like, <laughs> no, right. it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. I hear you. You are busy as well, mm-hmm. but not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Entirely different. <laughs> Well, and it's one thing, like, and we're going to talk about what you do and, and what your weekly life just kind of looks like and, you know, your experience, but it's, you know, I know her and I, I would call you maybe borderline workaholic. That's how freaking hard you work and you can see it, right? Like you can see that how you're always doing something and you're always working towards something and you have that ability to really work on the ins and outs of a business right so like right when you're saying brick and mortar like you're saying like it's what nobody's seeing it's right it's not that finished product that you know people get to appreciate it's all the ins and outs and the behinds and the back end and the you know like doing the what is it you do when we do shoots the the weird so i I know the e-com. So I own a women's boutique Mm -hmm. and we're fully online and we're fully open, you know, six to seven days a week as well. So everything that goes behind that, when you're starting out with the business, you don't have that revenue to hire on people to do the other jobs as well. And I also suggest to every business owner that they do produce their own content because that's the only way you can stay true to yourself and your brand. Mm -hmm. If you have the ability to do it and the time to section out, then you should do it. And um, so this has to go with photographing e-commerce, right? For our website. But then there's also lifestyle photo shoots, which is what you see on our Instagram. That's like, I want to be there. Right. right. (laughs) Which is just like cute photography, whatever, happy go lucky. 
depending on your brand, you know? So, um, yeah, it's definitely a behind the scenes, down the chain kind of motion. Like some of the hardest things is unpacking and tagging and putting into the system, the merchandise, like that's literally hundreds of items coming in. Mm -hmm. And that's not like the cutesy Instagrammable stuff. (laughs) That is like the behind the scenes, hands-on work that makes everything be able to happen exactly well and that's my you know most of my weeks it's not like the fun it's not the posting the content it is hours and hours of website work creating content planning it out you know emailing and a lot of stuff that nobody's ever going to see right and it's all on my own you know, like tiring over the computer kind of things. But then what Mm -hmm. you see is the cute, like (laughs) how to heal your anxiety video. And like, you know, you just get to watch it and see it. You know, and that's beautiful because that's what it's all about, right? But I think it is awesome to allow like almost an open door into what's really happening behind entrepreneurship. And, And we have different types of, you know, the way that we are both entrepreneurs. And and I've been thinking about this a lot lately because we were having a conversation about branding too. And I was like, you know, I do my branding because I, I know who I am and what I want to put out and what colors I like and all of those types of things. And when you're saying like, you know, you want to stay true to yourself. Right. And so I think there's like, sometimes it's hard to want to give some work out to other people and that could be a beautiful thing to let go a little bit but at the same time it's like no this is my business like this is me right and and for me like I am my business like I am my brand I it's me so it's so important that I am staying true to myself and I think there's an interesting balance there of like when do we allocate work out to other people and when do we keep it to ourselves right and it can get draining at times for sure like the back end of these things it can be hard like today all morning i've just been working on my website and i it's not fun it's not it's fun. real work it's, it's real yeah. work yes it is it, is. <laughs> it totally is it's, it's i like, think yeah go ahead i think it's so important to find that healthy balance be by schedule rest specific. Um, I have one employee that's amazing. I love her. And um, she just works for me one day a week and then I'm closed one out of seven days. So I strictly have two days off where I just kick back, take care of what I need to take care of in my personal life mm. and specifically just rest, whether that looks like everyone's forms of rest look different, right? So like a form of rest for me could be sleeping in one morning and then going thrifting because I love thrifting, Right. you know? That could be my self-care. Another self-care for someone else looks completely different, like going to the gym or having a meditation practice, which I also love meditating. So it's kind of just about recognizing that digital and physical work is involved behind the scenes in any entrepreneurship like you were saying, like working on your website, doing all these things behind the scenes that don't factor in very well (laughs) into like the final product, but they make the final product happen. So I think it's really important to just have that scheduled rest by a planner, put a notepad on your fridge. Mm -hmm. I know it's cheesy, but 
<laughs> remind yourself. Yeah. I need to be reminded. I have reminders on my phone and everywhere. It's just, right. it comes with being an entrepreneur, being able to schedule yourself wisely. Otherwise you're going to crash. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you, and you have to have that time because I guess in my experience, I, and I was telling you this recently too, I'm I work on flow and I work on energy. So what happens to me in the way that I work my business is I get like these bouts of energy that come through, whether it's through ideas or downloads or whatever. And then I boom, boom, boom work and it comes out. And so in a lot of ways I have to follow that flow and it's a very mm -hmm. feminine way of doing business. Right. So it's like, I, I'm really in my feminine a lot of the time, which is why I like to have people like you who can kind of, you know, bring in a little bit of that masculine <laughs> business energy. Right. And kind of show right. some of that. It's so important that I have that around me because I get my ideas and then I flow. And so I guess it's been interesting in my life learning like, and then there's that, that, that genuine flow of rest and that genuine flow of self-care. And like, mm -hmm. it's kind of nice having a flow like that too. Right. And completely. Um, yeah. And at times I'm like, I want to, I want to work from 7am to 4 and just have that. But I, you know, not, that's not always possible because, um, if my energy is not in it, it's going to show in my content. And I can't record like the type of things that I do because I have to, they have to come from like genuine, uh, passion and like something's coming through me and I'm ready to talk about it. So it's so interesting too seeing like, um, all of the ways that we have to create that balance, what, however that works for you, not you specifically, uh, everyone listening, right? Like, you know, what kind of flow do you need? Like, how do you need to fill your own cup? What's the self-care that's really like thrifting, right? Like something that's just like bringing <laughs> that, that joy, that pure joy. So I have a funny question for you um, or just a cute question. What's your astrology? You incredible businesswoman. <laughs> so I have a Sagittarius sun and then I am a Libra rising and I have a Capricorn moon. And a lot of my chart is heavy in Capricorn, <laughs> which makes me constantly focused in on, you know, business, financial success, and family. So those are like the big three themes that I continually come back into my life. And um, it's, I didn't, I didn't learn all of this about astrology until more recently. Yeah. And it really kind of helped me balance like you were talking about balancing that feminine and that mm -hmm. masculine energy, because you need both. Mm -hmm. You really do. And that what that masculine energy looks like in business is, you know, approaching people with contracts, being professional, having a timeline, being on time, things that are, you know, sound simple, but you know, the work does go into it. I type up most of my own contracts because there's things in it that no one else is going to have because what I do is so unique. Um, and then that feminine energy is going to look like creating this beautiful imagery, you know, with photography and this like divine feminine being, right? Yeah. So it's a balance and both need many all trying this balance throughout life, you know, but sometimes you need that little extra help from someone. I've needed it. You've needed it. Right. everyone needs it. Okay. Beautiful. I love what you just said, because I, 
I've been talking a lot lately about that balance of the feminine and the masculine. It's really at the forefront of my mind right now. And I think for a lot of the people that follow my work too, there's a lot of spirituality that's intertwined in it. And, and it's not just spiritual, right? It's, it's being human and it's understanding how, you know, we need to blend the two. And so I really like how you just laid out what that looks like in business. Like, how you can be like, this is when you're in your masculine. This is when you're in your feminine. And both can, both coexist. I, I like seriously really love that. Cause it's true, <laughs> right? Like when you're in the masculine, you're in, in the contracts and the writing and the work and the money and the, you know, the physical, like masculine is all about taking action. It's all about doing it's It's this output of energy. Right. And then the feminine is more about being, and it's more about embodying. And so when you're doing that beautiful, incredible creative work, like in your photography and, you know, blending the colors that you like and bringing a vibe through, you get to be in your feminine. And does it feel like for you that being able to have that blend of the two, like, do you think it would be a lot if you had to stay in one all of the time? Completely. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to fill my dreams. I wouldn't be able to fulfill my full potential as a person because there are moments business and personal that you need to either be tough or soft Mm. you know and that goes hand in hand with setting boundaries that goes hand in hand with receiving boundaries like setting a boundary within business or personal would be using your you know masculine energy Mm. receiving a boundary and saying okay I hear you would be your feminine so it's you need both you need both I don't think I would be complete or grounded without utilizing both sides of myself because we are all multifaceted you know it always shocks me when people are surprised that I'm multifaceted because I'm like (laughs) everyone's multifaceted like it's 2020 all of us have more than one job whether it's for passion or for capitalism. So, (laughs) you know, wake up, hello, we're all multifaceted. (laughs) The, you know, the waiter serving your food isn't just a waiter. She's also someone else. The, you know, the mailman bringing your mail isn't just a mailman. Like, get out of that headspace. So true. I really like that too, right? Like, there's a whole human in that waiter, there's a whole story. There's a whole life. There's something they're going home to, something they're waking up to. And it's really important we recognize that, right? Like being multifaceted is such an incredible way to express yourself, right? Like I'm not just a self-love coach. I'm so many other things. It's just the easy term. It really is. It's that easy umbrella term for what I do. But I'm like, you know, I'm also a spiritual healer and I'm also an actress and I'm also a model and I'm also a, you know, a deeply creative human and, and all of these, you know, and I'm a, I'm a sister and I'm a girlfriend and I'm a friend. And it's like all of these things. And I think that business and entrepreneurship allows for, and true business and entrepreneurship, not like pyramid schemes, like this, it allows <laughs> for, I, I could talk about pyramid schemes forever. I know, I know. <laughs> um, you know, it allows for self-expression and a big part of me believes that that is um, part of our purpose in this life is to express our soul and in whatever way that looks like like sometimes I have a moment with myself where I'm just like 
I love expressing myself. Like that's like just what I love to do. And a hundred percent. Don't you, I mean, I know you feel the same way. It's just being able to express whatever is in your soul, whether that's through, you know, art or content or videos or, you know, painting or the coffee you make. It's just (laughs) self-expression, right? Exactly. And I think we have all the tools, you know, at this time that we're alive. We have all the tools that we need to voice our vulnerability in a way to the world that still, you know, has boundaries because you choose what you get to share. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, you are such a fine person. <laughs> like Sorry, you, it cut you out. Say it again. <laughs> no, you're fine. Like, you're, so you're, you are constantly sharing vulnerability online, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but choosing what to share, obviously, but that comes with your brand because you are a self-love coach. So you are teaching people to learn from things that you've learned and you are teaching people on that personal level to, you know, it's, it's like the most important thing you could do is like self-development. right? So looking inside yourself and being like, this is what I can share, connecting that to your brand targeting that audience you know and things like that such as like with my personal social media I sometimes struggle with the feminine and the masculine balance because often in the times um I like to stay aloof I like to stay hidden and just like post the picture with some stupid caption that means nothing you know um but recently um especially feeling inspired by working with fellow creatives and making new friends and seeing their beautiful and vulnerable posts online, you know, and being like, I have this platform, right? No matter how big or small. And if I've been through something, I can speak out about that so that whoever's going through it right now that might not have a voice can be like, I feel seen, I feel heard. Mm-hmm. And that is so special that we have the ability to do that nowadays. And I think it goes hand in hand with, with business as well, especially with everything that's happening right now, like the height of our nation, right? So obviously like every single business posted a black square, right? Right. <laughs> but what else did they do? So, you know, like being just, especially in this time and in this social movement time as well. Um, It's like, what else are you doing? Are you posting vulnerability? Are you saying, I acknowledge my privilege? Are you posting where you're making donations to? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? And that's just a fraction of the whole thing. Like that's just a sliver off the top, right? Mm -hmm. But as far as being vulnerable online, I feel like um the quarantine and everything else is just like forcing everyone to be more vulnerable online in a healthy way but it's you know there's definitely false vulnerability Mm -hmm. for the likes and then there's also just like the beautiful open-hearted like i'm here to learn type vulnerability well you know we're energetic beings we can feel even if you don't know consciously 
you're that you're feeling into someone's true intentions when you look at a post your soul knows and and you can feel if it moves you a little bit you can feel if it's authentic you can feel if it's inauthentic and everybody can we all have that in our compass whether you you know bring it up into your awareness or not right which is just becoming aware of your intuition and business is you know an act of service right so it's like what service are we giving and is it coming from the heart right so it's like being a waiter that's a service and you can put love into that kind of a job right because you know waiting on people is completely an act of love and it's a very empathetic thing to do actually right or like what i do like it's an act of service it's it's mm -hmm. you know, giving something right and there has to be an exchange in that space. And it's just because, just like when you're in a relationship, you want it to be equal. You need that give and take that, you know, kind of gives you back what you're putting in. And so it can go like this. And, and like, like a Libra, the scales can be equal, right? And it's always, like, always. And it's so important. <laughs> so it's like, for me too, and I always say this, vulnerability creates vulnerability. That's why mm -hmm. I share, right? And then the, the the part of that where it helps my business, like it comes after, right? And because mm -hmm. I'm so in my feminine most of the time. So I'm like, well, I know that if I share this story, like, like you said, I'm like, one, it's going to help somebody feel really seen. Someone's going to feel heard and somebody's going to feel understood. And that's like all that matters to me. And two, I get to show people you know, authenticity and vulnerability and like, I'm real, I'm a real person, you know, and um, what I do comes from the heart and comes from the soul. But there's this thing called a vulnerability hangover. And I don't know if it's talked about enough on social media. We can chat about it for a moment. And then I want to talk about boundaries. But, you know, it's like, sometimes you can get super, super vulnerable in a place like social media, which feels like the whole world, regardless of your amount of followings, because anybody can see it, right? And mm -hmm. right after, you may have this like drop, this odd feeling of like, oh God, did I just overshare? You know, what was that? Was that too much? And right. I also feel that in person, especially when someone doesn't reciprocate, right? So you, you accidentally feel like you overshared too much. You got too emotional and they're not really hearing you. They're not really seeing you. And then you start to feel small and you have this vulnerability hangover type of moment. So part of it, when you're going to be vulnerable in social media is that it's not about what you get back. And you probably will actually never know what that did, right? Like when I share vulnerably, my DMs fill up. That's true. It's different than, you know, a regular pretty post. People are mm -hmm. like, thank you so much for this. Like I, that's when I get paragraphs, right? But at the same time, I'm never fully going to know how that really impacted people. And if I'm sharing so that it, you know, creates a certain type of response, I'm going to have that hangover and I'm going to have that feeling of was that worth it? So the intention has to come from somewhere that is just within and can stay within. And then the rest is like this cherry on top. How do you feel about I think that that comes with back to balancing again, mm. because I think when you're posting something, you know, if you're coming from a branding perspective, obviously your audience is going to be involved. Mm. They are, you know, 
who sees your content. Mm -hmm. But if you're, if you're a personal brand, like you and I are, then you can also incorporate this kind of like, love yourself so much that you stay true to yourself so much that you post with what you want, when you want, without thought of return, right? Which I know that goes against like branding (laughs) because it's like Mm. timing, scheduling and all that. But um, you can definitely have, you can definitely have a balance, which is what I've kind of come to find because um, I think if you're, if your content's on point, if you're a brand, like such as myself, all of my, all of my photography, all of my pictures of myself, all of my mood pictures, whatever, um, you know, are all correlated to the same aesthetic. But when I do make a vulnerability post, like I just made a post about talking about my experience with purity culture and how it harms young females that actually just came out like, um, literally they just diagnosed a new form of PTSD given by purity culture. So that's like a whole nother conversation, obviously, but I made a post about that and I was like, you know, this might 40 likes, it might get a hundred likes. I don't really care because it's my story and I'm free to tell it. And if I don't get a big hug back, then that's fine because I'm here hugging myself, right? <laughs> it's like oh, that yes. that balance of the self-love and, you know, caring about what people think, but to a point, mm. you know, to a point, because there's always going to be someone that doesn't like what you say or what you do or you as a person. So uh-huh. it's just, you might as well live in reckless abandon, totally. but with boundaries, <laughs> right? Yes, reckless abandon, <laughs> but with boundaries. And it's true. It's- <laughs> You know, not everybody's going to like you and think about it this way. You don't like everybody. I don't like right. everybody, right? So it's like you can't expect, and and that's really like the opposite of self-love, right? It's like expecting, you know, it's people-pleasing. It's wanting everybody right. to like you. And I agree, there's a balance because you are, you know, you're giving. You're giving something, and it is for your audience. It is content. It is for your customers. It is for your clients. And so you do want to hear what people have to say. And feedback is a magical, magical thing. And to also, I think it's important to me that I get feedback from the closest people in my life. Why? Because I know that they actually really, really, really have my best interest at heart. So when I'm getting feedback from those, you know, my people, I know that it's because they right. love me in their clear mirrors and I want to hear what they have to say even if it's constructive criticism, right? But I don't that's, care. <laughs> yeah, that's, but, that's great. Yeah. That's like a whole nother thing is like having this healthy circle that supports yeah. you. Aside from your relationship, like your right. romantic relationship, aside from your family, surrounding yourself with like-minded people, you know, who you're going to totally. be around. Totally. The three people that you spend the most time with is who you're going to turn out like, right? Yeah. So make it good make it good. (laughs) No, it's really true. I've been thinking about that a lot lately too. And I was just reading about that this morning. Like, you know, who you're with, it impacts your energy, impacts your life. And, you know, if you're with people who are just uh, doing nothing all day and don't care and aren't looking forward in life, like it's going to rub off a little bit, or even if it Mm -hmm. doesn't rub off, it's going to be harder to get that momentum to keep moving forward in your life. Right. Like exactly. 
if I was spending a lot of time with you, I'd be with someone who has that energy that's kind of has a momentum of like, we got stuff to make, money to make, <laughs> things to create, people to see, right? Which would be like, you know, just an incredible energy to be around. And uh, it's important to think about that. So right. to segue a teensy bit, you know, what, what do boundaries mean to you and what do they mean to you in business? Okay. So huge topic, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, boundaries to me are, um, they can be spoken and unspoken boundaries, right? Mm. Um, there's unspoken boundaries that are societal norms, you know? And then there's also people that don't care about those. And that's when you use your voice and set those spoken boundaries, mm -hmm. right? Or maybe a friend oversteps a little bit, um, something like that. And you just make that quick little, you send that quick little text. Hey, that made me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I love you, but this isn't something I can talk about. Or, right. you know, say it's something with family, which I am continuously experiencing having, you know, different viewpoints with different members of the family, which Especially, everyone has. So yeah. it's like, hey, I love you. I'm not going to talk about this because, you know, your energy is precious. Your energy is you. <laughs> and you don't need to waste it with people that aren't receptive to it. You just don't. And then translating that to business, what does that look like? That looks like you not overworking you not giving from an empty cup that looks like you scheduling your time correctly, mm. which I used to not do. And I used to crash because I was working five to six days a week, eight hours a day. Mm. And then on my days off in air quotes, you know, I would be doing all the photography for the website, mm. photography for other people, um, et cetera. And I kind of had to slow down because I was doing that literally every single week, just pumping out content and creative work and then I would crash and that's so important to kind of feel that boundary and be like okay that's a lot let's come back to like <laughs> scheduling our time and telling people like you know you might want this content for your business or maybe it's a friend you know mm -hmm. or whatever but I, I can't this week mm -hmm. and I'll do it next week and if there's a pushback from them then that's their problem Absolutely. That's them being weird. That's not you being weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that, that comes with as far as creatives as well. Like we just had a photo shoot together with another friend of ours, Alyssa, who's like an amazing model. And um, we were all, you know, having a conversation about how freelance models need to have contracts. Mm -hmm. You guys need to have contracts for when you work with photographers. Um, look what just happened to Emrata with her her candid nude pictures being put in a coffee table book by, of course, a male photographer. You know, <laughs> we can never escape the male gaze, right? Um, <laughs> but having these contracts are literally saving your life, literally saving you. And um, I think that goes in line with like, people think, oh, I'm just, I'm just 18. I'm just 19. I'm just 20. I don't need a contract. I don't belong to any I am not professional. Do has value. 
at any level that you are at, at any age that you are at, your time is valuable and you are worthy of receiving respect. You are completely worthy of receiving respect. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that all of us as women have to learn because we're constantly, you know, we are constantly trained to make everyone feel comfortable. We are trained not to have those hard no's, not to have those no thank yous, just to be like, oh, I don't think so, maybe, right? But no, when we're talking about your work and say with you as a model, say if you work with another photographer, you should have a contract. It can just be one page long, just like these images, you know, are for this, mm. etc. cetera. Um, candid's not included etc things like that and then another thing when I talk to because I do model coaching on the side mm -hmm. and I have a lot of influencer friends that I help as well and that I love and that you know sometimes that coaching comes in hand with that as well mm -hmm. and it's like don't be aligned with people who are pushing your boundaries even if they have 150k followers on Instagram mm -hmm. if they're pushing your boundaries then it's going to show they're all they're always going to want more <laughs> and if they're not if you feel unaligned with them someone else will come along there are millions of people to work with <laughs> the beauty of social media right? right there's millions of people to work with you don't need to give up your self-value right of your own time or of your own self if someone's talking to you rudely just because they have a large following on social media or just because they're, you know, a little bit up there in photography or they're a little bit up there in business, you know, and that's something I deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, being a freelance photographer on the side too. It's like, and doing graphic design as well. It's, it's like <laughs> approaching people with contracts and being like, Hey, this is the amount of time you can use it for right at this cost. After that, it's going to be additional time because that's normal. That's normal in the realm of branding. And we have access to the information like at our fingertips literally all the time, right? So we need to really use that as women and as women entrepreneurs and all of the above, right? And I just think it's really important. It's something I'm really passionate about. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh, please don't apologize. I just got so quiet because of how incredibly powerful that was. And I truly Aww. hope that everybody listening maybe even just replays that part because I know I will because that's a good one. That's a quote. It's a really good one. It really <laughs> is. No, it's really, really, really important. And having boundaries, you know, you were able to speak so well about what that looks like in business. And I, I teach all the time what that looks like in relationship and what that looks like with yourself. And they go hand in hand, right? And here's the thing. When we don't have boundaries, it says something. It means that we're not respecting ourselves. That's the truth, right? And I always say this about self-respect. I go, if you're not respecting yourself, why the hell would anybody else respect you? Right. Why? They have no you're going to attract what you are. Yes. You're going to attract what you are. Mm -hmm. And when you are in a profession and you meet someone with that level of professionality mm. in a contract mm. or in a boundary, it sets up not only the personal relationship with the person, but also the, you know, the business relationship. Cause it's, 
giving them trust as well. It's saying like, hey, these photos are for this, for you, for your brand or for you. You're going to be having the proper credit as well. So it's like everything together. It's if it's if the person is normal. And when I say normal, I mean that they are into boundaries, you know, then they are going to be very receptive to it. And they're going to feel like they trust you more because mm -hmm. not only does it give your self-worth a little bit of a boost, mm -hmm. it also gives you, you know what you're doing. Right. You know what you're doing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it does. And like, you know, in relationships, when you show up with those boundaries and you show up with that self-respect, you are teaching another person not only how to treat you, um, maybe in business that would fit more, but also how to love you and how to relate to you. So the relationship you have with yourself is the blueprint to the relationship you're going to have with other people, right? So, you know, in my past, when I did not have boundaries at all, and I was very in that, you know, disempowered woman space of never saying no and much people pleasing and saying yes when I didn't want to. I was never respected. And that was a really, really, really big thing. And mm -hmm. I didn't get to see how detrimental that was until looking back, right? But it brought me into abusive relationships. And it brought me into spaces where I was being abused emotionally and mentally. And I was allowing it to happen. And in a lot of ways, I was, you know, compensating for these people. And I was, you know, staying in spaces that weren't healthy and on the flip side, what happens is you build up that self-respect, you build up that self-esteem and people mirror it back and exactly. you have these incredible relationships with people. And you also realize, oh my goodness, if somebody doesn't honor my boundaries, that's on them right? Because you don't have to be a, a B-I-T-C-H about your boundaries. You know, it's not, right. I've never, I have never once been mean about my boundaries, yet I am very firm in my boundaries. It is so possible to be respectful when you explain your boundaries. And all of the people in my life now, right, they love them, right? And, and they give me theirs also, and we, you know, honor them and, and encourage them in each other. And like in friendship too, you know, it's, it's not about quantity of time spent. It's about the quality of time spent. So if you need a self-care moment and you tell a friend that, hopefully if they're a really good friend or just a normal person, they're going to mm -hmm. honor that, right? They're going to be like, oh yeah, you need, you need your downtime. You need your rest. Let's do next week. Let's do tomorrow. And if a friend is asking you that, then you should honor it. Right. And, and that's, and that's like this small way of experiencing boundaries. And so in the work that I do, like the way that I'm looking at this from my mirror of, you know, self-love and, and relationship with other, you just plop that right into business. Right. And it's having exactly. Yeah, it's having that empowerment. It's having contracts. It's knowing what you do. It's knowing your worth. You know, I, I pick my clients. Like I, I hand pick them. I don't just work with anybody. And, um, and that's from a place of deep, deep, deep love and my own boundary mm -hmm. because I, it's a two-way street. I have to work with people who really want to work. 
And, and I had, and I learned that from my own experience of, you know, people trying to help me and me not being ready and me not wanting to, and just draining the absolute hell out of them because I wasn't going to do anything. I wasn't going to meet them halfway, but when I was ready and I had the willingness and I wanted to work on myself, I was able to really show up with another person who wanted to support me. And so, you know, with my clients, you got to want it. You have to have, you know, you have to put that effort in. And the, the girls who do, oh my God. I mean, that's where the miracles happen. That's where the transformation happens, you know? And it's, and it's the same thing in business. It's like, why work with people who aren't going to meet you in your boundaries, who aren't going to meet you in your empowerment? There's no point. There's no, there's on a really deep level, you're just draining yourself. Yeah. I absolutely love how you worded that, first of all. And I think that is a beautiful journey that most women have been through or are going through. And just finding that right way to be strong, but Mm -hmm. polite and things like that. It's, you know, it's one of our topics, the right way to say no, the right way to say no. Okay. So, you know, Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so this, it's perfectly in tune. So just from my personal spirit experience. So I started at my store when I was the very young age of 21 mm-hmm. and everyone kind of knew that I was young and a lot of people tried to take advantage of that by slipping, you know, whatever, like business opportunities, vendors, etc. And one reason that sticks out to me is someone coming in with their jewelry and it really not being on brand for me, but me being the young and nice, right? Young and nice and cheery and happy and sweet, blah, blah, blah person that I was and just being like yeah totally okay and then like none of it sold of course because it didn't fit with our brand Mm -hmm. so I gave it back to the vendor and then from there on out I was like okay like you have to learn how to say no Anna like you just have to because this is literally it's literally depending on your paycheck now like you need to learn how to say no so I learned through those experiences and through those awkward, you know, uncomfortable situations where you can just say to say to a person, I'm so sorry, it doesn't fit my current brand or it doesn't meet my vision. Mm. But I'll let you know, you know, or you can even leave out the let you know or the I'm sorry. You can say, this doesn't fit my brand. Thank you for your time. You know, that's another thing to not over apologize for things. It's like it's not your fault. It's just it doesn't go with you. And yeah. I th- that's, that's like a beautiful way to just turn down people without having them walk away with a sad face as well, yeah. which like we care about people, of course, but when we, when we interact with those pushy people that are going to take advantage of our age or of our being a woman or try to, <laughs> right, we have to have those like, sorry, no. Okay. (laughs) And I love this while you were talking about boundaries and talking about, you know, always being polite with them, but always being firm with them. It really reminded me of this one. Okay. So 
I absolutely love TikTok. I'm like obsessed. <laughs> and there's this one therapist that I follow and she talks about boundaries being related to coffee. So like <laughs> the first, which I feel bad because I forget her name. This is just off the top of my head, but she has this method and it comes to mind all the time for me. And it's like, the first thing you say is like, for example, you say that made me like, I can't really do that. I need some rest. Mm -hmm. Right. Or like I overscheduled myself. Can we reschedule would be like the caramel frappuccino of the boundaries. Cause it's like poofy and soft and sweet. Yeah. Right? right. And then we're going to like our, you know, our black coffee when they, when those pushy people start to push back <laughs> and it's like, I cannot work, you know, on that day or we need to reschedule just like mm -hmm. drop the BS fluffy stuff around right. it. The, you know, creative collab, blah, 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 state your boundary. And then <laughs> if that's not working, you move all the way to espresso and you're like, no, stop. <laughs> and I absolutely love that analogy and oh, I incorporate it into so wow. many like everyday situations yeah. but yeah it's just boy that's powerful <laughs> right and and I think in those moments when we're met with people who are so pushy there's a I I feel pity I truly do because I'm like wow you know, boundaries are really unfamiliar to you and really right. comfortable for you. And, um, you know, I think personally, because I, I, I know how I come off, I come off extremely sweet, extremely bubbly, you know, and, and most people feel really safe around me. And, um, I think as I've grown up too, you also know that I respect myself and, and you can feel that and you can feel how I hold myself. And, you know, it, it took self-love. It took years of that to hold myself in a way where it's like, um, yeah, I'm sweet and bubbly. Yeah, I'm really soft. Yes, I'm extremely empathetic and very, very feminine. But at the same time, um, I learned the hard way what happens when I right. don't have boundaries. And so self-respect. Right. So <laughs> it's like, that's not getting messed around with. Right. And the truth is, and, and mostly probably because of just the way that my life is, I, I don't get met with, with too many pushy people most of the time. And when I do, I'm I, often, I'm just like, no, I, I'm not even, I, I won't even respond at times. I just, they're so unimportant. It's so like, uh, you're, you don't belong in my space. If you can't see my boundaries, it really feels like that to me. Right. And, um, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's so How long have we been talking? <laughs> I'm not sure, but it feels like minutes whenever I talk to you. I know, right? <laughs> the beauty of just talking to a good friend. I know it doesn't tell you either, but. Okay, yeah. we can we can try to do like one more topic and then like That's settle down. Yeah, so yeah. I'm feeling what, what do you want to kind of go into last? Well, just piggybacking off of what you just said real quick. Cool. Um, you talk about how you you know, have this like beautiful, feminine, sweet, happy demure, right? That's your surface level. And then balancing out, like being firm with your boundaries, coupling with that. I absolutely love that. I personally haven't experienced that because I'm five nine and always have been. And so I come off 
kind of intimidating. Uh-huh. And to be honest, sometimes I like that because, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> because it, with my job, I am approached with many pushy people, you know, it's like, and anyone that works in customer service can relate as well. Like anyone that's like, well, why can't you sell this, you know, a hundred dollar pair of jeans to me for $7, you know, like, <laughs> well, <laughs> right (laughs) so it's kind of I I'm definitely getting better at in you and then also like being a business having to enforce mask wearing having to deal with anti-maskers things like this has made me a little bit of a hard ass Mm -hmm. like to a point that's good you know just to kind of be like okay, you're, like, violating so many health codes right now. Right. right. Like, I'm not going to give you the hello, how are you? I'm just going to be, like, put on your mask or leave, obviously, you know? And you've had to. You've had to have that sort of demeanor to deal with that, especially in retail, right? Oh, my gosh. I mean, everyone has to. I hear so many stories from fellow retail workers that I'm just appalled to hear. And it breaks my heart that there are actual people out there treating other human beings in that way. I think about that <laughs> often. I know. It's true. Yeah. And it's like, look, at the end of the day, when it comes to boundaries, when it comes to respect, everything that we're talking about, right? Whether it's contracts or relationships or whatever, um, balancing your time, it's a disservice to yourself to not do so. And, at, and it is also right in the same token a disservice to other people to not impose your boundaries because you allow those people to continue thinking that that's how the world works and that that's okay to treat people that way right so it's not Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I think about that because like you know in my abusive relationship or whatever like I um I, I really found my part in a lot of ways and I did get to tell him that years later you know because my part was a lot of um allowing and I and because I didn't know any better right so I allowed a lot of the um disrespect and boundary crossing and you know I did a big freaking disservice to him because who Mm -hmm. knows if he learned from that or not who knows if he brought that to girls after me or what happened but I taught him that that was okay by not putting up boundaries, by not saying no more, and by not walking away. I It affects everyone. It does. It affects it everyone, but that's also not your responsibility. Exactly. 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 So you have to, <laughs> that's why on your end, as a, just think about it, when you're serving yourself by having respect and having boundaries, it's going to ripple out, right? Even though mm-hmm. it's not your responsibility what other people do, because it's not, it's, nice to know that when we love ourselves it really 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 ripples out and it impacts the world and we all teach each other a better blueprint to how to treat ourselves and how to treat each other when we have a good relationship with our own self-respect and empowerment i love that Mm. um i love that so much wow (laughs) (laughs) i <laughs> I full heart, whole conversation. Full right. I'm like retweet, retweet, retweet. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> but um <laughs> the last topic I do want to touch on is um ageism 
in the business slash entrepreneur world because I feel like it's such an important topic, which we've kind of like dipped into it. All right. I just want to speak on, but just um, coming off of that because, you know, boundaries and things are all connected um, as far as ageism goes, like specifically in my, so I started out super young with going into the business and I wasn't aware that I had to like not tell people I was 21 you know, like business people, Uh because I was just like, happy-go-lucky, like, this is awesome, I have this opportunity, like, wow, like, I'm doing the most, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yes, well, I'll pause you there, because I, um, and it's different, it's different where you are in business, but for me and mine, I've always been like, dude, I am so young, I started this at 18, and I own it, I'm like, that is a part of the magic of this, is like, hey, I got this at 18. That's crazy. You know, so there's totally like you want to shout it from the rooftops when you're young and in business because it's really, really, really cool. So I'm excited to hear from your perspective where that's been positive and where that's really not been. Yeah, (laughs) completely. And I I totally relate like as an entrepreneur as well, because I started teaching violin and a couple music courses when I was like at the age of 16. So kind of having that like adult relationship with parents and stuff, being like your child isn't doing well, like, you know, (laughs) like as a teenager myself. So I totally understand coming from that level. Mm. And um, that's why I wanted to include also the entrepreneur world because it's so inclusive. Um, it's so relative, right? So as far as branding goes, like I've actually had experiences with people that once they found out my age, they completely disconnected from me and treated me like such a bad way. Um, and it was hurtful at the time, but that was just, now I see it and I see that it was just, you know, them putting their own stuff onto me, just kind of doing that and wishing that they, you know, were at a spot where they are now younger and things like that. And I definitely recognize my privilege. I definitely recognize that not everyone is able to do this at my age. And I'm so blessed for that. That being said, at the same time, my work ethic and what I can bring to another business isn't devalued by my age, Mm -hmm. you know? And if I... I'm talking to say, you know, another business owner that's in their fifties, which is the normal business owner age, at least in my town. Um, you know, they immediately feel guarded because not only am I young, I also have my own business. So they immediately put a guard up. Um, like they don't want me to do photo shoots because maybe I'll take their brands and stuff like that. And I'm like, listen, like I have my own brands. I don't need you. Yeah. I, I mean, like you flatter, like I'm flattered, you know, <laughs> like, like I'm flattered that you, whatever. Yeah. And, and like, I, I don't need your inspiration. Um, like, I guess that's flattering to you, but <laughs> it's just kind of like that. And then also with my peers, it's like a lot of people think that are within their twenties think sometimes I experience them thinking that I'm unapproachable. So it's like coming from both ends at time. And then you get to know me and you get past like the Instagram and the website and the business and the, you know, all these fronts we have. And you're just like, I'm like so casual and so chill. And I have friends that work in all different areas, <laughs> you know, and I don't, I don't care what you do. If you're a great friend, then you're a great friend. Right. And 
it's just like finding that balance. And it's like, hey, if I have something like, I also do like social media management. Like if I have something to bring to your business and this is literally my world, like this is my world, this age, <laughs> you know, and I can bring it to your business. You shouldn't doubt me because of my age, because I'm a 22 year old. Like you, you should just look <laughs> at my resume yeah. and see what I've done. Yeah. And then that goes to say as well, like just as well with women because women were already put in a box. Right. And then women in business are put in a box, right? Like, as a man gets older, he's looked up to as being working so hard for being his age. As a woman gets older, they're like, why is she working? Why isn't she home? You know, things like that. So it's like, if you yourself have something to bring to a company or a person, whether you're 65 or 21, that shouldn't be a variable. Um, and it shouldn't be a variable in friendship either, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Um, there are definitely different processes. Uh, there's definitely going through different things, and I completely understand that. And that's going to, you know, affect the level of deepness in your friendship. But it's also like the, hey, I, I am approachable. I'm here. I like to do fun things. Like just because I'm a hardworking businesswoman doesn't mean I don't like to go out and get a drink with you, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. So it's just finding that balance and like breaking so many glass ceilings in the way just continually. Right. And it makes me think of too, I always ask people this question and it's, you know, what do people what do you wish people understood about you that you think people get wrong about you? And this really makes me think of that because it's like, yeah, I may come off for you, right? As, you know, very work oriented and very driven and strong. Um, but maybe people don't understand that I just want to have fun too. And I'm in right. my 20s and you're like, and that's, it's hard at times, right? Like, you're like, I want you to see that about me. Like, it's, it's real. It's true. And like, um, at times I even think too, because, because I'm very young to be so emotionally aware and self-aware and on this path of self-realization and to be teaching what I teach. And at times I hope that people know that it makes me extremely non-judgmental and you're so safe to tell me anything and you don't have to live your life like me and you don't have to think like me. And yeah. Hi. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got to bring him on next time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just listening. Her beautiful boyfriend just walked in. Um, what was uh, yeah, it actually makes me like extremely empathetic no matter where you're at. And it doesn't, yeah. I don't know how much this happens. I don't know if people perceive this, you know what I mean? Or like worried to tell me things because, um, you know, I live my life in such a centered, like thoughtful way. And, and it seems very healthy. And uh, there's just so many things like that, right? Where it's like, just because you're young and you've got this thing, right? Like you've got this thing down, whether it's business or it's emotional awareness or relating to others, like it doesn't mean that you think you're above anyone, right? Mm -hmm. At right. all. If anything, it gives way more humility. And 
this, this humble nature. And I remember because I was 16 when I got sober um, and I was sober for three years. And when I got sober, I was in 12 step programs and I spent a lot of time around like 45 year old men (laughs) and a lot of adults. And I'd be, you know, I was 16 and I'd be in these rooms and I'd be talking about transformation and the entire meeting would end up being about me. And, and it would be, oh my God, look at this 16 year old girl who's blah, 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 who's getting it. Cause the whole room is filled with adults. Exactly. Um, Anna's rolling her eyes <laughs> and you know, people come to me after and it would be like, oh my God, like you're so incredible. You're so young. You're so blah, blah, blah. And it was hard for me because I actually related to these adults very well. And um, I felt very comfortable being around adults. It's more comfortable than people my age at that time. And putting that difference, right? Like, whoa, you're 16 and you've got this. There's a compliment there and there's a flattering moment there and there's a sweetness there. And at the same time, there's also a disconnect there. And I think when it comes to age, um, yeah, it's real, right? It's not a quite the same type of man-made concept like time is, but Mm. it's also like, we're all just, I see it this way from a very spiritual perspective. We're all just souls on different parts of our path and there's old souls and there's young souls and age here on earth, right? Age here on earth does not apply to that. And, um, it's really beautiful to kind of simplify that a little bit and bring it back to, you know, we're just souls. And we can learn from each other. I learn from my 11-year-old brother all the freaking time. I mean, he's he's having a spiritual awakening at 11 years old. I don't even know what to do with it. It's insane. And he shocks me. (laughs) Yeah, it's literally incredible. And I learn a lot from him, right? And I learn so much from my beautiful grandmother who has taught me a lot in my life. And I think in business, it's the same thing. It's like my worth is not dependent on my age. And you have no idea how much experience you know young entrepreneurs actually do have and have and how much work they put in and how much they've had to learn and how much they've had to do to build businesses at young ages and um yeah is a huge thing really interesting wow I like <laughs> right so much magic so good yeah. I just the last thing I'll say I just wanted to say um, about your question that you ask everyone is how uh, you worded it differently, but how you want to be perceived basically. And just circling back to what I said in the beginning is just, I wish there was a greater and grander, you know, (laughs) just expectation of people that they are multifaceted, you know, yes, that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. I think that would heal so much, actually. <laughs> yes. It's just, just honor you know, about each other. Looking at, looking at people like they're multifaceted and that's, it's just, oh, it's, it's just so near and dear to my heart. And growing up an only child, I totally relate to feeling like you can hold those adult conversations and those right. spaces and whatnot at a young age. And I feel like um, just even in my life now, like I'm currently 22. I have friends that are 40. I have friends that are you, mm-hmm. right? 20. So it's, it's all over the place. And I don't think there should be a shortage of like when there just shouldn't be a short, like there shouldn't be a cap 
there just shouldn't be a cap on it. You know what I mean? Of who you're going to be friends with and all that. And, you know, this doesn't apply to say like relationships or this doesn't like (laughs) apply, like don't misinterpret me. This doesn't apply to, you know, people that are going through different things at different phases in their lives and it creates distance. That's fine too. But, you know, you can be friends with, you know, anyone. Like I have friends that are completely different sides of me, right? Like I have friends that are in IT tech and they do like computer stuff all day. And I could never be in that because it would just like eat away at my creativity. But like we can still relate on so many things, you know, things like that. It's just, oh, it's just coming together and connecting where it matters. It does yes. you don't have to be like <laughs> not every friend has to like fit your brand, you know, coming back to that. It's just like <laughs> it's just finding a balance. Oh, this was so lovely. I was just gonna <laughs> say that this was seriously so lovely, Anna. I wanna have you on again because I'm just realizing how much we could talk about. I like this is a powerhouse episode, probably one of my favorite thus far. And you know, let's topics. do a series. We let's should do, do a it. series. <laughs> topics that are so important. Um, you know, babe, so thank you so much for coming on and for joining me today. I'm going to have your links in the show notes so everyone can find her. She just has amazing work. It'll just be, you know, Aww. pleasing to the eyes, truly. Um, <laughs> but, you know, where can everyone find you? On Instagram, my photography page is neoelectrique which I'm sure will be in the bio. Yeah. And my personal handle is Anna Catro. And I'm sure that'll be in the handle That'd as well. Cool. And then my store itself is Cleo Laguna Beach. So awesome. yeah, that's everything. Thank you for everything. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. All right. All right. It was so good talking. I'll so see good you. Talking. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.